0: I'm Sam Carter.
1: And I'm Dean Lowry.
0: This is Carter and Lowry.
1: Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 65. And we are back. Um, A bit of a depressing week uh, for our teams this week, uh, but still plenty of excitement around the world of sports. And uh, I'm obviously here with my co-host Sam Carter. And Sam, my question for you today is, is um, what sporting event in 2022 are you most excited for right now?
0: Um, I mean, obviously, the Super Bowl, right? Psych, it's the Olympics. I am so hyped for the snowboarding specifically. Um, it's got to be the snowboarding.
1: Wow, uh I'm going to go with the March Madness this year. I feel like the fans being back um, is going to really make this one a special March Madness. Um, but we do have to mention before we get into the Super Bowl uh, segment, we do got to talk about uh, the Winter Olympics a little bit. I uh, just started this past week uh, this past Wednesday, already seeing some great stuff and uh, Sam, I just I had no idea that you loved watching snowboarding so much tell me Tell me about that.
0: Well, I will not even pretend to act like I'm any kind of expert on snowboarding, Um, but it is so entertaining, um, especially like the one where there's four of them going down the mountain with the tricks on it. Yeah. It's, I mean, no shortage of entertainment there.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, the Winter Olympics in uh, Beijing this year. Um, but a lot of exciting stuff. You got the men's curling defend in the family gold medal. Uh, but the U.S. has not won any gold medals yet. Um, but we'll keep you updated on the medal counts. And you have plenty, you have plenty to watch on the USA Network and NBC uh, throughout uh, the next couple of weeks. Um, but now it is time to talk about Super Bowl 56, uh, the Rams and Bengals. We talked about the halftime show last week. We talked about our first. Uh, instinct, or gut reaction. Uh, but now it's time to talk about the game itself. And Sam, my first question to you, uh, which quarterback, uh, which team does needs their quarterback to play better, uh, the Bengals or the Rams?
0: Um, definitely the Bengals, and I have no doubt that Joe Burrow will. Um, it's just the Rams have such a high-powered defense and a lot of stars around Matt Stafford. Um, And I think, you know, Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, and that's about it. So I think Joe Burrow has to be at the top of his game.
1: Mm. All right. And, uh, you know, looking at, you know, the defenses uh, for the Rams, you got, you know, some high-powered players such as Vaughn Miller and uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, But I feel like Cincinnati, um, they have been kind of undermined on the defensive side, don't have any big-name players. Um, you know, who, whose defense do you expect to play better, Sam?
0: Um, definitely the Rams, just because, you know, like we said, they're really strong defense. But, you know, Von Miller's been there, Aaron Donald's been played in the Super Bowl. Um, I just think that there's, there's some sort of like, veteran leadership on that defense that the Bengals just don't have.
1: Uh, that is a good point, Von Miller. Obviously, the Super Bowl MVP uh, back in 2016 against the Panthers. Uh, but now it's time, Sam, um, give me your full breakdown, um, but the final score prediction from Sam Carter. Go.
0: I am going to say 24-13 to 13 Rams.
1: Mm. Any explanation for that?
0: Um, I think that the Rams defense is just going to be too much to handle. Um, and, you know, that's really all there is to it.
1: Uh, I'm going to go um, against Sam here. I'm going 27 24 Bengals. Um, I think that the high powered uh, ability of this offense, uh, they're riding such a momentum wave right now and uh i just i just i just can't pick against them you know they have really got me on the bandwagon um jamar chase playing excellently you, know, you, you got t higgins just a ton of weapons uh so yeah. just when joe burrow has the football uh that matchup uh with that Bengals offense against the rams defense is just going to be incredible to watch um, right. home uh i got to ask you sam you know a newer team uh only been there for about uh 7 years uh but do you think the home field advantage uh, will play that uh, big of a factor uh, in this game?
0: Um I don't I don't really think that the people of Los Angeles are really, you know, into football and if they are, are they really even Rams fans? Um maybe I'm wrong. I don't know much about Los Angeles. We'll have to have Jack Cole to explain mm. that to us.
1: Yeah, uh, they do, I can confirm they do not care about football nearly as much as they care about basketball. Um, but it's going to be a great game. And I got to ask you, Sam, uh, looking at this matchup on paper right now, you need to give it a rating out of 10 compared to the other Super Bowls. Uh, how does this matchup uh, look in your eyes? On paper,
0: I'd say it looks unfairly um, – outweighed, um, by the Rams just because of the defense. I keep saying that, but it is what it is. Um, Mm. but I think, you know, looking at it from how the playoffs have gone, I, I would say that it's a much tighter, uh, matchup than what this, the, uh, stats look like. Um, so I'm really hoping for a good one.
1: Yeah, me too, um, but I'm sure it will be great. Um, and I we have a weird question here, Sam. We're going to go a little off topic. Um, look inside the oracle of Sam Carter, as I like to call it. Um, which company do you think will have the best Super Bowl commercial?
0: Um, Doritos always has a really funny one. Um, but I'm going to go Bud Light.
1: Hmm. Wow. Um, I am going to go in a bit of a different direction here. I don't know, you know, how they're, they're going to get it. Um, but I feel like Skittles commercials are always so funny um, when they go big. They haven't done every Super Bowl, but if there is a Skittles commercial, that is my pick for the best mm. um, commercial. And uh, lastly, we'd like to harp on some uh, kind of insignificant uh, news. Alvin Kamara arrested in Las Vegas uh at at the after immediately after the pro bowl uh for battery and uh what are you doing Alvin Kamara you know be better and uh Sam any thoughts on this kind of hilarious moment uh Alvin Kamara being arrested at WWE style out of the uh, stadium
0: uh it's ridiculous i mean i guess i would assume that he's drunk um but i mean still I mean, you're a professional athlete. Come on.
1: Well, uh, there have been plenty of memes about it, and I'm sure there's more to come. Uh, But what definitely is to come is this great Super Bowl. We cannot wait. Um, Sunday night um, on NBC. Um, I'm sure everybody here that's listening will be watching it. And uh, I just can't wait. Um, Sam's going with the Rams. I'm going with the Bengals. It's for all the marbles. Um, but we will talk about it on episode number 66, but we're going to be right back. Okay. Welcome back to Cardinal Lowry and our NBA segment, and right now the Charlotte Hornets are in trouble. Uh, they have lost five in a row. Uh, they lost all four games this week to the Celtics, Cavs, Heat, and Raptors. Uh, they're now ninth in the Eastern Conference, 28-27. And, 27. and uh, Sam, uh, is it time to hit the panic button for the Charlotte Hornets? Yes or no? Um...
0: I mean, we've gone on really, really good win streaks, um, and we've had really, really bad losing streaks. I think one more loss, and you know, we're kind of we should start freaking out a little bit. But right now, mm-hmm. I think that you know, kind of definitely in worry mode, but not not full panic.
1: All right, and uh, the Hornets had a severe lack of offense ever since that historic outburst in Indiana. Um, so you know they got to turn things around. Uh, struggling on offense, and that's really what generates their defense, making teams pull the ball out of the basket uh, every time. Uh, but next week the Hornets uh, will have some exciting games. They will play the Bulls at home on ESPN. That game is tomorrow. Then they will play the Pistons, and they, as they try to extend their longest, the longest winning streak against a single team in the NBA uh, actively. And then they will finish up the week playing the Grizzlies uh, at home, who are red hot, and John Morant's playing great uh, this season. And uh, Sam, why don't you give us our player of the week and our goal for next week?
0: So our player of the week this week, uh, not much to speak of, but it's LaMelo Ball, who was named an all-star yesterday in replacement of Kevin Durant. Uh, Who knows why he isn't playing? But, you know, let's give it up for LaMelo.
1: Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant uh, still uh, Sam said who knows why he's been playing I mean we kind of know I mean he's recovered from an injury but um, he should be healthy by now but maybe he's just waiting the Nets looking to trade James Harden potentially Um, we already got trades flying the trade line is approaching quickly um, this week so we'll let you know on any updates uh, there Uh, but Karis Lavert has been sent to the Cavs Um, CJ McCollum is going to the Pelicans um, but that's about it right now. No fireworks yet. Um, talk of a Ben Simmons James Harden trade was kind of, kind of sparking this weekend, but then it died down. Uh, but maybe uh, once I will pull the trigger because the Nets are struggling after losing eight in a row. Um, so uh, definitely some first concern there. But looking at the top dogs, you got the Heat in first, and the Bucks jumping up to the two seed, uh, followed by the Bulls and the Cavs, uh, both at thirty-three and twenty-one. Sam, what's going on out west? So, out
0: west, the Phoenix Suns are still in first at 43 and 10, just got to double digit losses. Um, The Golden State Warriors at second at 41 and 13. Then the Grizzlies in third at 37 and 18. And the Jazz coming in at fourth at 33 and 21.
1: All right, and, uh, you know, looking, uh, as Sam obviously mentioned, the All-Star Reserves were announced uh, this past Thursday. And in the East, you got Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Jason Tatum, Fred VanVleet, Darius Garland, Zach Levine, and Chris Middleton, and Lamelo Ball was named as the injured reserve. Uh, in the West, you got Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns, Draymond Green, and DeJounte Murray uh, from the Spurs, a little-known, uh, name putting up great numbers for them, even though they're terrible. I uh, will replace uh, Draymond Green um, in this All Star game. And um, Sam, before we talk about the snubs and whatever, um, what do you uh, what do you think the significance of Lamelo being in the All Star game? Uh, what does that mean to the Hornets? And what does that mean to you?
0: Um, I mean, it's definitely exciting, but the fact that we've been on a five game losing streak kind of takes the luster off of it. Um, so it's, it's just really hard to be excited about it when we're playing so horribly.
1: I mean, you know, he's got a good point. Um, I definitely agree, but, um, it's going to be exciting to see a Mm -hmm. Hornet, uh, in the all-star game. And, uh, I got to ask you, Sam, um, you know, looking at the, the Eastern lineup, Chris Middleton has not been playing great. Um, do you think that Jalen Brown deserved it over Chris Middleton?
0: Yeah, I do. I think that at least what I've seen, uh, Jalen Brown is... I mean, this is kind of a general statement, but I mean it in the least general way possible. Like, from what I've seen, Jalen Brown is just a better all-around player, whereas Chris Middleton can shoot, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's about it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, But the championship... Experience and the uh, former All Star uh, takes uh, the merit of the judges, and uh, Chris Middleton will be an All Star this year. And uh, looking at that injured replacement, Sam, uh, it was Lamella Ball, but do you think that Miles Bridges deserved it more?
0: Um. Ah, uh, that's tough. Um, I think, I think that you know. Most of the um, all star game is selling m- stuff just to make money. and I think Lamella Ball is definitely the more popular player than Miles Bridges, although I think Miles Bridges has a chance to be more exciting to watch in the All-Star game than LaMelo Ball. But, you know, I think they're both exciting players. But I think, uh, for the sake of the question, LaMelo Ball deserved it more. All right.
1: And uh, moving on, uh, in the West, uh, you got Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Uh, That duo start uh, getting the All-Star nod, as uh, the Jazz duo, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, getting the nod. Um, But, Sam, what do you think about Draymond Green has been hurt for a long time. Uh, what do you think about
0: his all-star selection? I mean, if they're going off votes, which are they? It's a Yeah, it's
1: like a panel and they're voting.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of dumb to vote or to even have an injured player up for vote. I mean, it's kind of dumb in my opinion.
1: That's a good point, Um, but the uh, defensive leader of one of the best teams in the NBA, I don't know, Uh, he got the uh, nod, and uh, the Golden State Warriors are the only team to uh, feature three all-stars this season. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, a bit debatable, Um, but he's a a starter, uh, likely because of that K-pop shout out, uh, kind of a random story there, Um, but the Hornets looking to turn around uh, this coming week, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, we'll be back with some uh, more sadness uh, as we move to our college basketball segment. All right, welcome back to and Lowry, episode number 65. and We are back with some college basketball, and unfortunately, uh, the Tar Heels did not get it done against Duke. They got crushed on their home floor, and Sam just hit me. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, from this uh from this
0: game. Um this game sucked. It was not fun to watch. Uh we just got behind too fast and you know could not could not keep up. So I think that, you know, it wasn't anything that we could have done, you know, further into the game. I mean, there's always stuff that you can do, but I don't think that Carolina at this point was capable capable to do so.
1: Uh, well, a little bit disappointing, uh, especially the play of Kale Bluff. Um, but we'll see what the Turtles do. They have a fairly easy uh, ACC schedule. Um, coming in, they got seven more games, and then the next new game on March the fourth. Um, but looking around the country, uh, Arizona got the revenge on UCLA, and uh, they win that game seventy six to sixty six. Uh, Illinois beats Wisconsin 80-67, and Kansas crushes Baylor eighty three to fifty nine. Next week, uh, Gonzaga will have a true test in their West Coast Conference, playing St. Mary's, who is twenty second. Uh, UCLA will take on number twenty one USC, and number three Purdue will take on number thirteen Illinois. And uh, Sam, why don't you give us the uh, top dogs in the ACC right now?
0: So in the ACC, Duke is in first at nine and three. Notre Dame also at nine and three in second. Wake Forest at nine and four in third, and then Miami
1: at eight and four and fourth yeah and the Tar Heels are uh, at eight and four excuse me and uh you know they're just outside the picture like I said got a fairly easy schedule coming up they'll play Clemson tonight uh which is just a few minutes away uh, as we speak um but I'm sure it's already happened for you and they'll play Florida State on Saturday looking at the national bubble um the first four out are San Diego State Oregon Virginia and Florida the next four out are SMU, Mississippi State, Washington State, and Minnesota. The last four in, uh, is, they'll be in that uh, first four games, will be Creighton, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, West Virginia. And the last four buys are Creighton, or North Carolina, Belmont, Wake Forest, and I forgot to write down who it was. I think it was mm, – I want to say mm, – I don't remember. I'm sorry about that. Um, but you can look on bracketwag.com to look at that. I apologize uh, for not writing that properly uh, in my notes. But, Sam, uh, you look at a lot of ACC teams, uh, Virginia, Florida State, um, UNC, Wake Forest, all in this bubble. And do you think that um, the inability of the ACC to catch on to the transfer portal has really led to this struggling uh, in the first kind of years of the era of
0: players transferring, transferring uh, more often? Um, you know... I would say so, because when I watch these comp, uh, other conference games, it's like every other player is is a transfer, and other teams have like one or two, or ACC teams only have one or two. I think that is an issue, um, but I think that there's a broader issue that revolves around the whole transfer portal. All
1: right, uh, finally, I'll ask you sort of an ethical question of college basketball. If you could decide, would you, what what option would you take? Would you wipe, wipe away the one-and-done rule? Uh, would you wipe away transferring, uh, make people sit a year, you know, when they transfer, transfer, or would you just make it like college football and force players to stay uh, at their college uh, until their junior year? Um, well, I
0: think, I think, a hybrid would be best but to answer the question i think get you know make make players that are transferring um have to stay that full season or make like a a a time during the year that they can transfer and not be able to transfer midseason well not they're not necessarily
1: transferring midseason like you still have to sit out if you transfer you decide to transfer midseason. season what I'm saying is, if you transfer, you got to sit on the bench for a year. So let's say right. I am in North Carolina, I want to transfer to West West Virginia or whatever. I got to sit out a year uh, as punishment to discourage transferring.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that that's good. Um, I think that the one and done thing is less of an issue now. It's definitely an issue, but I think the transfer portal's a bigger issue. So I think if All you right. can do. De- disincentivize that then then um, then you've kind of made it better I guess
1: yeah I mean there's a lot of questions surrounding college basketball in this future right now Um, but hopefully you know this March Madness will be exciting to watch Uh, we can't wait to start to cover that uh, coming up in March Uh, but for now a great week of sports ahead got the Super Bowl uh, but that is going to do it for episode number 65 from Carter and Lowry and you hear from us Tuesday.